You're dialing in to the All Things Telesales Podcast. I'm your host, Jake Lynn. If the phone is your weapon, this is your podcast. We're changing the perception of telesales. We're a tribe of telesales professionals who believe in compassion before commission. We're empowering the call coaching experience by starting with the person and salesperson. When we take care of the person, the calls take care of themselves. All right, my next guest, we met at a networking event through one of our companies that we were working at previously. We were like, had a nice joint venture going. And so she and I, we, we built a really nice referral exchange. I kept feeding her leads. She'd feed me leads. And that's how referral exchange work. And this is going to be her first podcast. So I'm super stoked to have her as a guest. Welcome to the show, Amanda. Thank you very much. I'm excited yeah. to do this and to be here with you. Yeah, rock on. So, you know, uh, you, we're, we're out here blazing our own trails nowadays. You know, we, we met at uh, two different software companies that integrated together and we built a really nice referral exchange at that time. But, you know, tell me a little bit about your current journey and what you're doing nowadays. Absolutely. So with the lack of conferences and our normal means of networking that we've had going on, I've systematically just been making my way back through the contacts that we made, you know, through the software companies that we worked at and just people that we met at the shows through networking events and parties and all of the different avenues that we get those leads, right? Um, And systematically just going back and and following up with everybody. So, you know, we're a bunch of extroverts who haven't had an opportunity to network. So it's kind of, it's been great in terms of, you know, picking up the phone and calling people. Everyone wants to chat and moving in a new direction directions, new projects, you know, it's great right now. So it's it's really good for the networking side of things. (laughs) That's awesome. Uh, And you were showing me you have like all kinds of business cards everywhere. You're ready, you're grounded, networking. Oh, yeah, making those calls. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So, so um, where, where did you get this passion for networking? Um, I love to talk, which I'm sure you're very aware of at this yeah. point. And anybody that's ever met me knows that I've never met a stranger in my life. So this is kind of the perfect position for me was to always be in business development. And so being in, you know, uh, performance analytics and working in Legion, it's it's a great space to be in because everyone understands the value of networking and the value prop behind really keeping up with your connections and understanding what they're doing and what avenues they're going to take in the future and, and capitalizing on that, right? So just because you can't work with somebody now doesn't mean in six months that they're not going to be doing something relevant. So yeah, for, you know, sure. for me, I got into it because that's the fascinating piece. It's like a puzzle. I love the fact that, you know, everyone's into their own thing. You have your podcast, you know, everyone's got their own projects and it's really fun to kind of see the evolution of, you know, everyone's career and and what they're focusing on and being able to kind of incorporate and connect people to really watch that explode and, and grow and be a part of it at the same time. Yeah, for sure. So, so on your current journey right now, you know, with, uh, with everything going on, like what are you most excited about right now? I'm most excited about the learning opportunities and and honestly, the networking. I know that I keep going back to it, but everyone's just into new projects and, and new things right now. So really just being able to connect with people um, and this, this new position has given me the ability to have more time to be able to actually um, hear the full value prop behind what everyone's doing. I'm not just focused solely on, you know, the company I'm working for, but now I can actually really listen yeah. and, and see demos of products and stuff like that. So I think the educational part of it being back in online courses and, and really listening to what people are doing and, and hearing, you know, what they're up to is, has been the most important and most exciting part of what I've got going on right now. Right. Yeah. So walk me through, you know, how, how do you go about networking nowadays with, you know, we, we had a great show, you know, and then we hit right. it off of LinkedIn and then, you know, we, we made a lot of email introductions. Like, so how are you networking nowadays with COVID? LinkedIn. 
Yeah. I live on LinkedIn. Uh, and obviously I have the business cards, right? Like I've, I've kept every card I've ever gotten since, you know, the beginning of time, if you will, and, and keep them very organized. So, you know, going back through and reconnecting with those individuals has been probably the primary and easiest way because you already have an established, you know, relationship with those people. Yeah. Um, but LinkedIn, honestly, I have seen so many people utilizing that in a much more advanced capacity than they were before. Um, and people are really engaged in LinkedIn. So it's not just the, you know, B2B networking tool anymore. Now it's really like a social site for the professionals to come in. And I will say, you know, whereas you could send out, you know, emails and messages before that may or may not go, you know, answered, you know, you got an open rate and a conversion rate now that's just absolutely astronomical. People are really looking to network and find those new connections. So I'd say, you know, LinkedIn and and working through those business cards are working well (laughs) for me right now. It's got me busy. I'll I'll say it like that. (laughs) Yeah. So so I'm curious, I got to ask you, like, when I, when I look at, if I were to look at your calendar, how much of your time would be blocked out for cold outreach prospecting? Oh, probably I do enough cold outreach, probably an hour or two a day. I'm literally just going through um, using Sales Navigator and those different tools to really like pull prospecting lists. So looking at specific titles and geo regions, um, specific industries that they're working in and what is it that I'm focusing on at that time. So, you know, it's really just specializing and, and focusing in on what it is that you're looking to do. Yeah. So, yeah. So, so great resources, you know, grew this podcast organically from LinkedIn. So definitely shout out there. Right. (laughs) So, so what have you found like that works over the years of using LinkedIn? What what are some of the strategies that you, that you do to uh, fill the funnel, fill the top of the funnel? I think the main thing that people need to understand about LinkedIn is that you're not, it is a cold outreach, but it's not a sale. You're not selling people immediately on the connection in LinkedIn. It is branding, it's authority building, it's making those connections and building those relationships honestly and and truthfully, like you really want to get to know the person and what they're looking to do. So I think if you go at it from a a strictly like, I'm just going to reach out to these people and see what my, you know, conversion rate is and just blast in a drip series, like all these people, you're not going to get what you want out of LinkedIn. It really is a relationship building. So you have the time to put into it and you really are passionate about getting to know those businesses. The ROI is going to be huge for you and LinkedIn. I think it's the focus on the networking and and really getting to know people, not that, you know, how many messages can I pop out to get so many responses, right? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So that's like, how how can I add value first, right? Like, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And so, so with that in mind, would you say, um, how, how much would, how much of the time would you say that you you're leaning on? Like, I like to say, uh, like if, if I don't know what's about to happen next, right? Like, I don't know where the next commission check's coming from, but if you ask me, what do you know? I know networking. I can lean on my network, right? Like how powerful is that to know that you have certainty in your network? They say, you know, show me your network. I'll show you your net worth. Like all these things, like, can you speak a little bit to that? I mean, I will say that I will never fear for not having a job for having done my work and laying the foundation. Yep way that you've done it, right? I genuinely care about the people that I connect with. I talk about their families. It's not always about work. You're, you really have to get to know the people. But if you put the time in, those people are going to recognize how good you did in your job. Putting 100% into everything you're doing and, and really believing in what you're doing, people see that even when you're at another company. You know what I mean? So my network, because they've seen me, you know, bust my butt for years, they understand that I'm always going to deliver for them. And I'm always going to go a hundred percent for them to find exactly what it is that they're looking for and that I'm going to support them any way that I can. And in return, 
you know, as we make these migrations through different jobs right now, it's amazing the people that come out of the woodwork are like, come work for me, come do this. You know, I've got all these great projects and softwares. And it's amazing that, you know, if you put the hard work in, people will see it and they will, you know, in turn want to work with you in the future in some capacity, whether that's through referrals or directly. Yes. So let's dive into that. Something we haven't really talked about on this podcast. I'm, I'm glad we went there. We're talking about being approached by so many opportunities when you have such a powerful network. A lot of people want to pick your brain and just have 15 minutes of your time. And like, how do you go about vetting out and understanding like the value of your time, right? Like according to how much money you want to make, what are you willing to give to make that kind of money? But your time is so valuable. It's a precious resource. But when you're being approached, a lot of opportunities are distractions. They can be very much, they they can be distractions if you're not focused on what it is that you're looking to do, right? I know that I have a a clear plan for what I'm looking to do right now and and where I am fits my need. Um, It's great to hear the opportunities. I never encourage people to just say outright no. You should always hear that opportunity because again, you don't ever know what that will be in six to 18 months from now, right? Um, or, Or where you could reconnect in the future. But essentially it's, you know, you have to have a goal and know what it is that you are looking to do or what you want to get to, you know what I mean? And, and sometimes being distracted by all the shiny things along the way can right. make it a longer path than if you just yeah. stuck yeah. with what you were doing. <laughs> you know Facts. what I mean? Yeah, exactly. for sure. Yeah. So, so, so what advice might you give to somebody that's really suffering from that shiny object syndrome? Shiny object syndrome is a, uh, it's a plague sometimes I'll say that. Uh, but I will say if, if you know, yourself well enough to know where you want to be in three, five, 10 years, and you have really understood the tools and the skills that you need to gather to get to that point, then your career path makes sense in the steps that you take. I'm here to learn these skills and meet these people. I'm here to learn these skills and meet these people. And just having that focus drive to know that like, I want to retire by 50. Maybe that's your goal. How do I get there quickly? Maybe you want to build a podcast, right? Like, how do I get there? How do I get there the quickest without creating distractions for myself. And I think it's just being laser focused, but, you know, at the same time, don't have blinders on, you know, yeah. that, that's the thing that a lot of people do is can kind of get head down to sometimes and forget that opportunity does arise. And sometimes that can improve the process, you know? Right. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes, yeah, you got to vet it out, but I love how you started with, you know, when you're, you're vetting it out is I want to, right? A lot of people start with, I don't want to, which is already starting off on a negative. Like, I don't want to waste my time. I don't want to do this. I don't want to like, okay, but just be clear about what you want. What do you want? Right. I think most people don't know what they want. I don't think they sat down to think about it. You know, you know what you don't want from experience, right? But a lot of times if you, if you don't have a direction, it, it can be harder to, you know, to be, um, happy with yourself or or to even know what your next steps are. You know what I mean? So I think at the end of the day, sit down, make a list, figure out what it is that you want. That was literally what I had to do, you know, was where do I want to be? And then how do I get there? You know? Yeah. Yeah. So, (laughs) so you feel like that's, that's what worked for you earlier on in the year you had to make a change. A pivot was needed and you had to take that pivot. Yeah. This year it was a, it was not necessarily a professional change that I wanted to make. I had, you know, with COVID the wrecking ball of COVID that everyone's had to deal with, uh, you know, you've got stuff in personal lives and, and again, it's not always going to be smooth sailing. Things are going to come up, but those trials and tribulations are what, you know, drives creativity and ingenuity and, and makes you learn about yourself. And, you know, not everyone wants to make the change that they have to make. And especially this year, I think a lot of people are learning that, you know, change can be good, even though it comes out of strife. So it may not be the change that you wanted, but it's the change that you needed and it helps you grow. And I feel like that's where I am right now is it, it may have not been 
the ideal place where I saw myself this year, but I'm absolutely taking advantage of every opportunity that's coming from it and trying to grow as much as possible. Yeah, literally. I mean, um, when I met you, you were living in, in Nashville area, right? Correct. Yeah. I'm still in Nashville for now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. You, you work with companies. I think you said company out of Colorado or something like that. Yeah. I've got a company out of Colorado, out of Denver, Colorado, I work with, and I've got a company out of New York city that I work with as well. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. The beauty of being able to work remote, you can be. (laughs) Yeah. It's the beauty of work from home. You've got all these opportunities. And again, it's just, it's so much fun stuff coming out of I wouldn't say like isolation, but people have been locked down. So, you know, all the nerds, the people of us in the industry, it's all these ideas that have just been born and that are coming into fruition. So like Q4 2021, I already know there's going to be just a slew of new stuff that's coming out. That's going to be absolutely amazing to watch and just seeing where people end up. It's going to be really fun to kind of watch it all shake out at the end of the year here. Yeah, for sure. So, you know, you're talking about uh, a company in New York, company in in, uh, Colorado. I mean, you're talking about multiple time zones. Right. Like, right. And I'm in California, you know, and so yeah. like, how, how do you juggle all that? These time zones working <laughs> everywhere at one time. Like, how do you handle that? Calendar tools are essential. Mm-hmm. A, I say anybody that if you are a networker or a business professional and you don't have a professional calendar tool, step one, just invest in it. And that will keep yeah. your life a lot more organized. Plus, you'll know what time you have to, you know, allocate here and there. Right. Sure. Um, but in terms of, um, you know, setting a, you know, setting a, a schedule and stuff like that. It's, it's really just, um, kind of figuring out where you want to, where you want to go and how much time you want to allocate and making sure that you're not overdoing it to yourself. You know what yeah, I mean? Like yeah, don't, sure, don't overextend sure. yourself and make sure that you've got enough brain power to make it through the week. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> those, are the, yeah. those are the main things. <laughs> exactly. And you know, it, it don't pay the dummy tax too. Right. Cause mm-hmm. a lot of people talk about meditation. They talk about taking time for self-care. It's, it's a lot of talk that people, we talk about it, but do we ever implement it? And, you know, the idea is 10% of it. 90% of it is the execution. Correct. Correct. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. It's the, it's the execution behind it. I just say, you know, don't get burnt out. I think people sometimes have a tendency to burn the candle at both ends and think that they don't have to sleep and, you know, managing, going back to kind of managing the time zones. It's, you know, I, I aim for central time zone because you're only an hour, you know, it's an hour to Eastern and then you've got Pacific's not right. quite awake yet. So, yeah. you know, when you're working with an international market, which we, we both did in our, our previous companies too, sometimes yeah, it's just, sure. it is what it is when they're 14 hours ahead. It's, there's not much you can really do about that, but you can really manage just making sure that you're giving yourself enough time to recoup and recover. And I know a lot of people preach the mantra of having morning routines and things like that. I don't think it necessarily has to be routine. I just think it's finding something that, that makes you happy and gives you a reset that allows you to break from work. You know, for me, it's reading. I, I really like to just break away and read different books about history and geopolitics and things like that. That's my reset. You know what I mean? So um, if as long as you have something to kind of distract yourself when you need to, I think that that's also an essential piece of being able to kind of mitigate, you know, your mental capacity and your time and, and keeping yep. track of, this, you know, your sanity. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You got, you got to stay focused. You gotta, exactly. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, uh, and uh, like I tell my, I have a toddler, you know, she's three and I'm like telling my wife, like I, daddy, you know, and tell my daughter, daddy needs sleep, you know, like, and <laughs> yeah. for me to be a good human, like I need to take care of myself. <laughs> like, Absolutely. I would say sleep is key. And you know, the, the time zone, Getting up really early in the morning, I will say if I have to do an international, you know, day, I will just set up where I'm doing all of my calls or I'll try to impartial it off into different portions of the week. So that if I'm getting up at like four o'clock in the morning to deal with Israel or France or wherever it might be, um, just setting those days so that you're not working from 4 a.m. until like 10 o'clock at night trying to get it all done. That's when you start getting that burnout. And um, I think people suffer from that a lot because I feel like working from home, everyone feels like they have to deliver 
150% when in fact, like you're still doing everything that you need to get done, but just remember that you're still human. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Celebrate the small wins, right? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You're working, you, yeah. you're doing your job. And as long as yeah. you know, you're doing your job, like don't, you know, don't get overly stressed out about what yeah. everyone else is doing. <laughs> for sure. For sure. I know I, I sat down with, uh, with back, back in Kentucky with my primary care physician one day. And I was like, you know, hoping to get some Adderall or something. Cause I was having difficulty <laughs> focusing, you know, and yep. I'm just like, I'm coming up with every excuse why I can't focus. I got ADDD. You got ADD. And she said, she said, no, dude, you're just a millennial and you got too many things going Too many things are popping up on your screen, distracting you. You got shiny, shiny objects. Toys, the shiny object syndrome. That's exactly <laughs> right there. You need a sleep schedule. You know, I set one of those reminders on my phone that tells me it's time to turn off the electronics at the, you know, at night. Cause I'll find myself at two, three o'clock in the morning on like Udemy and these like online courses and stuff like that in an SEO course at like three o'clock in the morning. And I'm like, what? I need to go to sleep. You know what I mean? I need to shut yeah. this and you can acquire skills, but if you can't apply them because you can't stay awake, then there's really no use to it. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and one thing that I definitely know um, when people ask me, like, how, how did you ramp up? How did you get this off the ground and, and get to where you are? And it's like practicing gratitude, right? Because gratitude is a seed for more being grateful that, you know, you have an opportunity that you have a network to lean on. Should you need to lean on that network, you know? So um, is gratitude something that, that you like to practice as well? It's an amazing, I think that's the number one thing that a lot of people forget to is it's, it's follow-up. That's what I was saying. It's genuine connection. It's not just cold outreach for the sake of cold outreach. It's relationship building um, and really showing those people that you are thankful for their time. Mm-hmm. Like having a 30 minute call for someone, like you said, time is valuable, time is money. That's a, that's someone, that's a call they could have taken that was a sales call. So really understanding that like, you're connecting with people um, and making sure that they understand that. Send a follow-up email, send, you know, a gift in the mail, like send a card, a handwritten thank you note. I still firmly believe in the handwritten thank you note. I used to even at my last company that we were at, you know, at trade shows and stuff and dinners, it goes a long way to just say thank you and to do a little more follow-up and and to really stay in touch with people genuinely. Yeah. 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 I love, I love how you flip the the gratitude as an outward gratitude to show gratitude to your client client base Absolutely. more so than an inward, inward gratitude. A lot of people think, yeah, I practice gratitude. I got a gratitude alarm clock. So you <laughs> was like, you went right there with it, with gratitude towards your client base, which I, I'm, I'm a thousand percent with you. I actually hired an assistant back when I had a call center in Kentucky that would have hand write cards to all of our clients we had written 1300 policies and she handwritten like she was oh on <laughs> we paid her minimum wage she's older lady she also like helped us manage our children's boutique right so yeah. she was downstairs great penmanship the, too i'm sure <laughs> yeah great penmanship so like she's like, like so, so it was handwritten congratulations cards though like congrats on protecting your family with this life insurance policy mm-hmm. as opposed to thank you because sometimes when you send a thank you that mm-hmm. makes it about you, right? The, the sales right. professional. But if right. you make it congratulations, then you make it about your client. So, right. And I think then too is, is a good way because a lot of times, if even I love the handwritten thank you notes, but not everyone has that time, right? But congratulate people on new positions. Say happy birthday to people on LinkedIn, on social tools. It really does, people read that stuff. You know what I mean? It really does mean something when you engage with people and really show that you're interested. You know what I mean? And not yeah. just there to yeah. sell them something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which, which brings me to like, if, if you have the budget for it and if it's an, if it's an opportunity that makes sense, like, let's talk about this, right? Like you could go to somebody's LinkedIn, you can see what school they went to, right? You're, right. You know, if, if you went to school, I've seen some most successful people were high school dropouts. So I'm just saying, but just, yeah. just an idea of thinking out loud. Absolutely. I would see that you went to such and such school and I might send you like a blanket throw that's like 29 
that's from that school and send it to you in a little note. Hey, I'd love to have 15 minutes of your time. Absolutely. There's also, I mean, I think that those types of programs, I've seen other ones out there too, where it's like, you can send like a gift code and people can pick something pertinent to them that they want off of a site. Right. Um, and then that links to a calendar. It's like, you have to set the appointment to get to the confirmation page. There's a lot of ways yeah, that you can work, good. you know, in that capacity too. But I think that that's a great point is you're showing interest in something that they're interested in and you've taken the time to learn something about them. Yeah. Again, small steps speak volumes when you're talking about getting to know people. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Taking the time to do it. I think and, that's a great idea. <laughs> and that, little, that little tip, um, when I was at Convulso, you know, no secrets here. You can go on my LinkedIn to see that I was there. But there, um, I had a big account that I was looking to save that was going through some challenges. And I sent two of the people, uh, point of contact people that were having to handle the challenges, the implementation, integration, and sent them that. And, and sure enough, you know, the deal saved. And sometimes you got to do it for retention. Sometimes, you know, to keep yeah. people engaged. Yeah. It's the, it's the, engage, it's just engaging another human being, but genuinely doing it. Right. But yeah, it can be to save an account. It can be a new prospect. It can be just to build the relationship with the current customer. It doesn't have to be someone that's new or even someone that's leaving. It can just be a current customer that you, you know, and not just from an upsell capacity, but someone that you just want to genuinely get to know and know more about their business and what their future goals are. And sometimes yeah. that can be an, you know, an impasse to that. And it's like, Hey, I was looking to do this expansion in Q1 of 2021. What perfect timing. Timing is half of the battle. And a lot of times just putting that, you know, those feelers out there, you'll set yourself up for success if you can do that. Yeah, for sure. And, and I know your, your time at, at Leadspedia, I mean, you have a massive network of lead generation, digital marketing, all kinds of different verticals from all walks of life. You said right. international, you know, nearshore, onshore, the whole lingo that we talk in the call center space. I mean, if anybody's listening, if you, if you need an intro, if you need to have a general idea, who's a publisher, advertiser, Absolutely. I mean, you need access to some networks, I'm telling you, like Amanda is the go-to person for that, for sure. <laughs> Again, I've never met a stranger and I'm always happy to make introductions. I even tell people on LinkedIn, I'm like, if you get in there and you see that we're connected or that I'm connected to someone that you want an introduction to, I'm happy to facilitate that. Um, I mean, not to every person in, in the world, obviously, <laughs> but you know, I'll have a conversation with you. I want to know what your goals are, but I'm absolutely happy to facilitate intros and you know, especially a 15-minute call goes a long way. Like, what are you looking to do? Is it, you know, what kind of traffic are you looking for? Uh, what are your future plans so that I can kind of keep that in line as well in terms of, you know, as things cross my desk, I'll know to keep that queued up for you for next year or whatever it might be. So um, definitely happy to make connections and and keep in touch with people, even if it's not completely current right now, there may be possibilities in the future. And you you had mentioned that you're kind of working with some podcasting agencies to help book podcasts, stuff like that. Like, so if you're, if you're looking for to grow that kind of uh, network, or this is a podcast, like how do I get started? Absolutely. uh, you are you resourced to go to for yeah, that? We do that as well. Yep. So I we specialize in um, you know generating leads for podcasts. So depending on you know what kind of uh, guests you're looking for or what verticals you're spo- you know specializing in or what you want to focus in, we can absolutely help you find guests for those shows um, and help you develop it kind of from the ground up from a content standpoint all the way through. So yeah, that's cool. Now, yeah. now if I was looking to to be a guest on other shows, do you also help like as far as like the whole networking on that too as well? Absolutely. Yeah. So we help people find guests, you know, directly, or we can do it as like a campaign. It just depends on what they want to do, you know, from that capacity with the company. You know, for me, it's just, I talk to everyone. So it's very easy for me to just reach out and be like, oh, that's what you want. Go find these people for you. So (laughs) for me, it's a little bit different, but we can definitely automate that or do it as a more manual process, depending on what they're looking to do. Right. Yeah, for sure. 
Awesome. And um, and anything else that you that you're currently working on right now? Any passion projects or anything else you got going on? Iron fires and. People are my passion in general. So right now I'm loving life just because I, I basically yeah. get paid to talk to people. And, you know, I love to talk yeah. to people long enough and I love to network <laughs> and, and just get to know people. And so for me, it's just really fun to kind of be in a place where um, I can spend more time and not just focused on, you know, selling a tool or a software, but I can really get to know people even deeper and, and yeah. build those relationships that we've had for six, seven years, but make yeah. them even more. It's really fun right now because I've got, you know, stuff like, come stay with me, come out, come out and see us. Let's go to dinner, come to Florida, come to California, come to Utah, come to Washington. And I'm like, I'm going to start doing the tour to the United States, I think, since we're not going to have conferences and just, you know, start networking in that capacity. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love, I love it. Uh, it's one of our core values is uh, people over everything, but people over products, especially. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I think people get lost in that sometimes, especially when you, you're met with quotas and numbers you have to meet. And, you know, sales can be a thankless job sometimes. And I think people get into a hole. But just remember that, you know, there is a person on the other end of that phone that you call and it is a human being who thinks pretty similar to the way that you do and has emotions and feelings and everything and families. And, you know, yeah. you guys can connect on more than just business, get to know that person. You yeah, know? for sure. And our mantra of the podcast is compassion before commission. What does that mean to you? I, I think that's exactly what we've been talking about. It's, it's yeah. compassion. It's showing that you are genuinely interested in another person, not to just monetize them. It's not just yep. to make money. It's to build relationships, build networks and help everybody in some capacity, we all win if we all get there, you know, if we all move together in one direction. So absolutely. Yeah. I feel like if you were to cold call me, you'd be more focused on how to make me laugh, how to break the ice. (laughs) You know me, I love, I've just, I really like keeping things light and I like keeping things, you know, happy. And I've always got a smile on my face. And um, I think that goes a long way too, because people know, you know, with your tone kind of, you know, where you are. And if you're a happy person, you're, you're going to, you know, exude that in your voice. (laughs) Absolutely. So uh, we're going to be dropping uh, your LinkedIn profile on the show notes. I know that's where people can find you. Um, Any other places that you want to direct them to? Um, no, my contact info is on there. Um, people more than welcome to reach out to me directly through LinkedIn or email or through um, phone. I think all of my contact info is on there. And I'm absolutely happy to connect with anybody who wants to have a conversation or just, you know, get to know each other. Right. Yeah. And I dare you to take her up on it, too. Yeah, I will. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have a booked calendar for the next couple of weeks. <laughs> That's the goal. Exactly. <laughs> All right, cool. Well, it's been my pleasure uh, catching up with you as always. I appreciate your time today. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. This was a blast. I can't wait to uh, see what comes up and do it again. Absolutely. Awesome. Visit allthingstelesales.com for additional resources that can help you drive more revenue. Did you like today's episode? If so, subscribe so next week's episode will be available for you. And if you really like today's episode, leave a five-star review. It's a good way to get the word out there. And if not, check out another episode. Maybe then you'll be able to rate the show five stars. Anyone you'd like to hear from on the show, send an email to podcast at allthingstelesales.com. I'd love to hear from you. Don't threaten me with a good time. Episode was off the hook.